Hey, if you love The Goon Show, I'll bet you'll love my new comedy podcast called Expertise, where a fake expert makes up fake facts about real things. It's nutty, zany, silly, with lots of room for improvisation, just like The Goons. Join us, won't you, at funnypodcast.co. This is the BBC. Steady. This is your old Wallace the pelvis again <laughs> with some real hot modern rhythm for you. So let's get hep with my latest recording. See you later, alligator. <laughs> See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. I can't. I've got haricot beans. <laughs> you mean varicose veins? Haricot beans. I've just been shopping. <laughs> Thank you. Mr. Greenspade, I'd like you to bear in mind that you are in the company of cultured gentlefolk. So belt up, or you'll get a dirty big bunch of fives up your conk. Thank you. Now, the highly esteemed and pressed Goon Show. Haunting Cellars theme sounding the death knell of all piano postal tuition courses. We present this week's play entitled, and we quote from the suicide note Insurance, the White Man's Burden. <laughs> Scene one The British Zoo. A flanneled fool approaches the penguin pool. Zoological keeper. Good morning, flannel fool. <laughs> what a lovely day for a zoo. Yes, that's why I let it out this morning. <laughs> a merry zoological type joke. Yes. A big crowd of people here today. Yeah, I know. We let them in for the animals to look at, you see. <laughs> Trouble is, we have to lock the bark and strictures up so the kids don't get at them, you know. Lost four bark constrictors last year, kids tugging them home all the time. <laughs> Hang the laundry on out the back yes. there. <laughs> Come down the road, he yes. told me about it, eh? <laughs> well done. Now tell me, what do you call those little black and white creatures in the penguin pool? Well, I call that one Jim, that one's Terence, and that's Penelope over there. What do you call that one sitting at the piano? I call him a pianist, mate. <laughs> Don't tell me that penguin plays the piano. Well, I speak. Go on, play up. Ah, oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Wonderful, isn't it? 
sings as well. Yes. And them Jolie's own words, too, you know. <laughs> Dear listeners, I realized that the great crowd was due to this piano playing penguin. If I could get him on the stage, I'd make a fortune. Immediately, Sigun went to a nearby house and put up a brass plate inscribed, Curator of Birds, Inquire Within. Good morning. Come in, come in. <laughs> I want to buy a penguin. You look like the pet, but only one penguin? I'm afraid, I'm afraid. <laughs> we only sell them wholesale. All right, then. I'll buy one wholesale. How much are they? How much are they? How much are they? <laughs> I'll just look, uh, look in this catalogue. I don't want a cat, I want a penguin. Look in the penguin log. <laughs> it's a lie. I didn't write that one. <laughs> Nevertheless, I shall look at this penguin log. Where's my saw? Here we are. You found it? No, I was just telling you where we were. <laughs> Thank heavens I can throw away this map of China. Oh, just make out this bill of sale. Now, how do you spell penguin? P-N-Gwyn. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? P-E-N-G-U-I-N. Thank you. Let me see, I'll write that down. E-Z-L-X-Q. That this pen, it can't spell. Wait a minute. Perhaps it's the ink that can't spell. Let me taste it. Right, oh, Jim. Right, oh, Jim. P-E-N-G. No, no, this ink's all right. <laughs> Thank you, another Nia. Oh, Here's the one, Jim. Ah, here it is. The name's Tom. Tom Penguin. Pianoforte and Penguin vocalist. The melodies define easy. That's him. How much? How much? Twenty pounds sterling. That's expensive for a second-hand penguin. Ah, but he's just been done up. Who by? The husband of the penguin he's been carrying on with. Twenty pounds? I've only got eighteen shillings sterling. Oh, we are. Oh. Ah, Neddy, we just heard your bank statement on the wireless. The two strangers are dressed in immaculate hand-sewn rags with newspaper parcels to match. Sentiamo, caro. Listen, Neddy. And here is a hand-carved Arab sock as a token of our goodwill. What would you with me, gentlemen? Neddy, my steaming French friend has come here to make you a present, lad. Yes, yes. And here's a sample of it in this bottle. It looks like water. Yes, but no ordinary water, this lad. Partake and savor the bouquet. <laughs> ah, good heavens. This is English Channel 1902. <laughs> One of their best years, Neddy. Really? Yes. And there's more where that came from, wasn't there? Plenty more. Plenty more. Allow me to present the Samilia who was responsible for bottling that rare vintage seawater. No. Count Jim Grip, Labour Exchange Moriarty, <laughs> Leaper Supreme, and All England Crab Champion. I am both honoured to know a man of such exquisite boots. Oh, mucky, monimi, mucky, mucky. And here in a turn, free of charge, the deeds to the English type channel. You mean you're offering me free of charge the deeds of the English Channel? He heard you, Moriarty. You accept the English Channel, then? Le Channel Anglais? Yes. <laughs> I only hope I can live up to it. 
I'm sure you can, Neddy. However, one slight formality, Neddy, for your own protection, of course, the jokal style of protection, you must insure it, lad. Insure it against what? Fire, Neddy. Yeah. <laughs> Fire, Neddy, and fortunately for who? We happen to be strolling insurance agents of no fixed percentage. What is the premium? Tell him. Well, let me see. You've got 18 shillings, haven't you? Yes. Well, that's it. 18 shillings and sterling, lad. <laughs> How much do I get if the channel catches fire? 48,000 pounds. Where do I sign? On the dotted line of this check I've just found in your pocket here. <laughs> uh, don't worry to fill in the amount. We'll um, fill in that later. We all in the party. I can see it all now. Dear listeners, these men think I'm a fool. Little do they know that the moment their backs are turned, I'll be down to the channel, set fire to it, and collect the 48,000 nicker. <laughs> right. To give him time, here is Max worried Geldre and his electric nose. Right, the front of the old brandy lady. Good luck, me up.
I wonder how many listeners noticed that while Max Geldy was playing, I caught a road to Norman's Bay Halt, and I'm now addressing you from the beach at Pevensey Bay, where the great English Channel meets the great British sewage system. And so saying, Seagoon prepared to ignite the English Channel. Devil that he was. Yes, it was bitterly cold as I walked through the thick winter snow to the water's edge. Suddenly I noticed, lazing in a deck chair, a gentleman in ankle-length swimming trunks, sunglasses and suntan oil. Oh, hello. <laughs> My friend, my good man, are you on holiday too? <laughs> With that statement, folks, I realised that the case of the Crown versus Eccles was proven. But alone, oh, what a day does it be? What a day! What a smile on my face! I belong to the human race. I might be an in-law, Oh. <laughs> oh, well, where am I? Oh, yes. What a day, what a scorcher the day has been. This is a scorcher? This is a scorcher. Hey, what's the snow doing on the beach? It's on holiday as well. <laughs> England, my island home, the land of the free. Listen, oh. blue, shivering, frost-covered figure. What gives you the idea it's hot today? Well, my granddad, he phoned up this morning, he said, Out of bed, lad! Out of bed, it's a beautiful day! Where is he? He was phoning from Bermuda. <laughs> and who am I to argue? Dear Grandson Eccles, sit down on this fossilized shooting stick. Ooh! <laughs> That's an old gag, but a new stick. Well, <laughs> thank you, my good man. Now, let me put you right before you freeze to death. It's summer in Bermuda, but it's winter over here. You can't hold me, Nadu. Look at the reading on this thermometer. 130 degrees? Yeah. This thermometer has a temperature. We must what? get it to a doctor at once. <laughs> and with that remark, folks, the case of the Crown versus Nadi Seagull was proven. Where were we? Oh, the thermometer. Wait a minute. Yes? You took the thermometer out of the hot water bottle. Of course. I always keep it in there. If I didn't, it would drop below zero and we'd freeze to death. <laughs> Are you the Chancellor of the Exchequer? No. Oh, the Chancellor of the Exchequer? Oh, well, I can understand because I've often been mistaken. For the Chancellor? No, I've just often been mistaken, that's all. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'd better get back to the match factory. Matches! Yes, <laughs> I've forgotten to bring any. Perhaps I could make use of this maladjusted human barometer. Ahem, ahem, ahem! <laughs> you work in a match factory, don't you? Yeah, oh, I'm a dipper. You put the heads on? No, I put the gloves on. They're boxing matches. Thank you, my friends. It's all free. Oh. Get in this catapult. Okay. Oh. Now to burn the channel. 
Wake up, Min. Wake up, Min. Wake up, Min. Those voices are coming from the Pevensey Bay lifeboat shed. Min, 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 wake up, min. Okay, buddy, I'll wake up. Oh, you... Oh, dear. You heard what the gentleman said. Our voices are coming from the Pevensey lifeboat shed. Oh, me'd better get over there as quickly as possible. <laughs> what? What did you what did what did you say, sir? I said, help! 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 I can't hear you, sir. I can't hear you. Wait. Just a minute. Just a minute. Yes. Thank you. Get back in the water and we'll be out in a flash. Min, 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 min. Prepare the lifeboat. Oh, all right, Henry. Wait, wait, must hurry. Hurry up, Henry. Quick, yes, hurry. Yes. Man's drowning. Get that long piece of wood and lay it down. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Now, now that will be the keel. Right, Henry. That's right, Min. Come on, come on. Nail those pieces of wood on each side with hard feet. I'm doing it, Henry. Since way, way back in school They sat me in the corner Upon the dunce's stool And when I count your kisses And add them to my size I reckon it's love, love, love I reckon it's love, love, love I reckon it's love That's shining in your eyes Whenever I walk into a store To buy a thing or two I never check the bill Cause I haven't got a clue when I count your kisses and add them to my size, I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love that's shining in your eyes. I don't know how long a piece of string is or how many waves upon the sea. I don't know how round, round, round the ring is, but soon wedding bells will ring for me. Fingers of my hand for adding up to three. Simple double figures are double dots to me. But when I count your kisses and add them to my size, I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love that's shining in your eyes. Now I think I'll just pull the buds of this little pussy willow and find out if she really loves me. She loves me, she loves me not, she loves me, she loves me not. 
She loves me, she loves me not. She loves me not. Boy, this pussy willow is gonna go. I don't know how long a piece of string is or how many waves upon the sea. Yes, I don't know how round, round, round a ring is. But soon wedding bells will ring for me. I use the fingers of my hand for adding two to three. Simple double figures is double dots to me. But when I count your kisses and add them to my size, I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love, love, love. I reckon it's love that's shining in your eyes. A tisket, a tasket, found my yellow basket. It's love, it's love. If listeners with pneumatic drills will kindly lay them aside, they will be able to hear this announcement. <clears throat> Mr. Seagull, hell-bent on burning the English Channel, stoops low over a tinderbox and struggles to make a fire. Curse this wind! I should never eat those balloons! you in the act, you incendiary fool, you. <laughs> the speaker was dressed as a fireman, riding a tricycle and carrying a photograph of a firebell. Allow me to introduce myself with this gramophone record. Uh, have you put me on? Yes. Tell him who I am. Uh, <clears throat> uh, this is Major Dennis Bloodnock, a winner of the Golden Richard and eye-watering champion supreme. <laughs> so that's who you are? No, that's who you are. What? Nonsense. I am, sir, the fire prevention officer for the Pevensey Sewage Park. Now, listen, Bloodnock. Don't talk to me about listen. I've got better... Ten thousand pounds is yours if you help me set fire to the English Channel. Here's a shilling on account. Thank you. Now, you go ahead, lad. I'll turn a deaf ear. I didn't know you had a deaf ear. Yes, I found it on the floor of a barber shop in Penn. Now, Niddy. Help, folks, help. Shut up, you fool. Shut up, you fool, but help. Shut up, but help. <laughs> Niddy, light that channel. Right. Let's start a fire with these two twigs here. Niddy! You're running swanky. Those are my legs. <laughs> I was practicing not tying under a pebble when my legs were attacked. Why? It's a pudding ball haircut with loose boots. <laughs> do not insult me, Buttle. You do not know that I am the brains behind the Finchley Mother's Christmas drawers. <laughs> Shut up, Shut up, If you don't shut up, I'll hit you with this water. Meantime, in the royal suite of the YMCA at Eastbourne. 
play on, Mariotti. How delightful. Who wrote that tune? Rich Chrysler. You're not going to let him get away with that, are you? <laughs> okay, little grit pipe. We've got Neddy's 18 shillings insurance money, and the world lies before our feet, and there's room for it. Quick, Mariotti, cover the soap dish. But it's empty. We don't want people to know that. Ah. <laughs> Entrez, civil plate. Hands up, you devils! Oh, no. The fire insurance assault me was a fake. What do you mean, Neddy? This morning I accidentally dropped 50 lighted matches in the channel and it wouldn't accidentally catch fire. What? It, um, it must be damped, Neddy. <laughs> yes, that's it, Neddy. The English channel must be damp. It's all this rain we've been having. Yes. Gentlemen... I want my 18 shillings back and I aim to shoot the fire to kill. Yes, we aim to shoot the fire to kill. Bang, people, kill. Bang. Get down. in the market. Neddy, you devil instrument incarnate. Why did you throw that child into the sea? Yes, I. To give Brown Milligan a chance to say his new catchphrase. That's why. Now look here, Neddy. Oh, Shut up, you brown fool. Oh. Neddy, you must give the channel a chance to dry out. Yes, I tell you, you flannel fool. One hot summer and the English Channel will be a fire trap. Well, all right. I wait till then. Let's put him off. Yes, yes. Yes, let's put him off. Yes, yes, indeed. (laughs) That's the end of our bit of the story. Alas, alas. Let's listen to the rest of it on the wireless, eh? Insurance, the white man's burden, part three. With Neddy Fobdoff, Coxon's crown and banister, Paul Eccles ashore. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Min and Hen, for pulling me out of the English Channel. Another month out there, and out of ground of starvation. Min, yes? will you join me in the next line? Yes, I'll help you. Yes. Yes. We'd We'd never have got got the boat out to you if we hadn't pumped that thousand gallons of oil on the sea to calm it. Yes, Henry. Yes, yes, Henry. (laughs) And to set fire to it to get rid of it. I'll take a match with Oh, it's caught fire, Henry. Turn that radio off. Didn't you hear? The channel's on fire. What What a bit of luck. My policy's matured. 48,000 pounds. Oh, no. Yes, Moriarty. Hack the jam tins and open the door. I'm off. Yes, Neddy, 48,000 pounds. But before we pay you the 48,000 pounds, you must, for your own protection, insure it. Against what? Against this, Neddy. Hands up and turn round. Curse! Fooled by insurance, the white man's burden. And the goon show's end. Your uh, brandy bottle's at the stage door, sir. Thank you. 
That was The Goon Show, a BBC-recorded programme featuring Peter Sellers, Harry Seagum and Spike Milligan with the Ray Legend Quartet, Max Geldray and the orchestra conducted by Wally Stott. Script by Spike Milligan and Larry Stevens. Announcer, Wally Screenslade. The programme produced by Pat Dixon. Man, as John Lennon said, love those goon shows. Just a quick reminder for more comedy fun, come on over to funnypodcast.co for the expertise comedy podcast.